Hey friends, Jake here. Before we start the show, I want to let you know the exciting news that we're giving away more copies of Root, both digital and physical. So if you'd like to enter this week's contest, check out the Instagram page for Good Time Society, where we have all the contest details. Last week's winners will be announced at the end of this episode. All right, on to the show. was our gateway a little bit right into root i mean i know we were all interested in games before that but i feel like we were all intrigued by kyle's adorably fearsome little warriors right oh yeah totally that was like one of the first things that was like the draw for me it wasn't enough draw for me to back the kickstarter which is weird because usually i would do that root was the one of the weird games where i was just like i didn't back this game on kickstarter and i immediately regretted it confession time i I like this segment okay keep going i know i'm just getting down in the dirt right now so early (laughs) (laughs) i bought it like right when it released though so (laughs) what convinced you of that Okay, so I, I did back Vast Mysterious, or sorry, Vast Crystal Caverns. So mm. I was already like on that train. And then when I saw the route one, I was like, okay, Vast is like the most asymmetric game out there. <laughs> this looks like it's toning down the asymmetry. I don't need another war game. You know, like that's like where my brain was going. And then I think I was watching just like one of their playtest uh, like videos that they did like during the campaign. And I was like, Okay, it actually looks pretty cool. (laughs) And then before I realized it, I was like, oh, no, I'm too late. I can't back it. That sucks. And so it was just kind of sucky. Yeah. And then it was really, really hard to get a copy after that. Right. I I went to my my lame mall, my lame mall. You know how you have like two malls? Mm -hmm. There's like that great one that that's like around you. Mm -hmm. And then you have like that lame mall that nobody goes to Mm -hmm. just wandering in there. It's still it's still barely surviving. Exactly. I don't know how they're still open. <laughs> I'm actually like well, you think that most of their revenue comes from the coin fountain at this point. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, exactly. How many yeah. zoomies are in this mall? <laughs> <laughs> Across the street from the Spencers. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's the whole section. Um, but yeah, so I walked into a calendar store, which also subs as a like slight board game store. You know how it is. You know how it is. We only go. We go into calendar I do, yeah. stores. I know that story. Um, and then uh, yeah. I found a copy, just a single copy of Root, just right on the top. Whoa. And I just, I bought it. Mall. I bought that freaking game. I was so happy. Yeah. It, that must be a first edition. Yeah, that's what It I was is. It's first edition. And it does not, so it doesn't have that nice inlay on the box cover. Mm-hmm. I've got the original VP tokens, the ones mm-hmm. without the little faces. Same. Mm-hmm. I know. It's kind of sad. I kind of want the ones with the little faces, but <laughs> it's whatever. I got the old lizard board. Yeah. Did yeah. you sticker over it or did you wait for the upgraded boards? Um, I I actually just waited for the upgraded boards. And so I got the I got the upgrade kit. Nice. Uh, but I kinda want a new edition. I kinda want to just get the newest edition just to have all new pieces because like, you know, my little wood pieces are a little you know, they they could be a little more colorful, a little more sprightly, you know, they're kinda falling apart. There's pieces chipping. Have you had much mileage on them? Wait. You've used the root meeples so much that yeah. the wood is falling apart? Uh, okay, the wood. <laughs> They're breaking in half. I mean, I am... <laughs> okay, you need to stop slamming the pieces into the board when you deploy them because that's not how they're meant to be used. Yeah, that march uh... action was violent. Yeah. 
Uh, no, it's just okay. The wood's fine. Uh, there are some ears that have clipped, though. Uh, just oh. a little, just a little bit. Favor of the mice doesn't mean you can throw them as hard as you can against the wall. <laughs> That's not <laughs> what that is about. Oh, dude, we're chucking pieces left and right. <laughs> it's, it's an experience. Root this house. Just hucking meeples over there. <laughs> just, just literally chucking them. Mm. Um, I have, I have to confess, I actually don't have a physical copy of Root. Um. <gasps> I've only ever played with Sam DeRost's physical copy of Root. Yeah. Although I will say, I you know, having learned to play on the kind of physical board game, it holds this place in my heart of like great renown and respect and like tradition in a way. Mm. Mm. So anyone out there who would be willing to crowdfund me... <laughs> Physical copy of Root. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Kyle, we, uh, the Woodland War Machine has a contest currently to win a physical copy of Root. Kyle, I don't know if you're aware of this. Our our show has a contest going on. I have to win it. Maybe you could enter it. I don't know what the rules are. I'm going to. I'm going to. Because I didn't know about this. And <laughs> there, is there a conflict of interest? Like, no, because I actually just want this What's game. Happening? So here's the thing is... I, I was supposed to announce the winner of it at the beginning of this episode, which I'll record later. And it could very well be you before you even know it. <laughs> I'm going to celebrate like I did. Yeah! <laughs> That's right! The thing is, is everybody will think it's like In nepotism. In your face, people who listen to us. <laughs> we gave it to our I host. I won the free copy. <laughs> yeah. I needed it, though, to be fair. See, I wasn't. That's I didn't thing. even think about it. Like, should we disqualify ourselves? Because I didn't think we would need to do this. But yeah, I guess you do need to enter. I have to. <laughs> you gotta enter. I'm playing for keeps. <laughs> for keeps. I get it. Nice one. Also, for those of you just, that are just joining us because we started this whole conversation mid laughter. Uh, we're joined today by Lord of the Board, also known as Sam Smith, and a good friend of the pod and a friend of the Root community. Hi, Sam. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> oh, doing so good. It's so great to have a member of royalty on the podcast, <laughs> Mr. Lord of the Board. Wow. You know, it's, Mr. it's been Lord tough of getting the away board. from my civil duties, Mr. Lord of the Board. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for me. I, I was wondering, like, if you're playing like root digital games, like are you being recognized often or every single game? Really? <laughs> I have not had a game yet where not one person has not like just jumped into the chat and was like, Are you the YouTuber? Are you are you the one that does the strategy <laughs> videos? Are you the guy who's live streams? Are you the guy on YouTube? Like any there's always one comment. One. And yeah. then and then once that one happens, then everybody else is like, Okay, we gotta kill him. It's like, it's like, oh my gosh! I, there has been so many times where I'll jump a game and I'll be like, okay, you guys are literally doing bad moves just to make me lose now. Yeah, and that is the curse of of being this whole like Lord of the Board persona because like, man, even my in real life games struggle with this. My friends, they were like, you know, now that you do strategy guides, you know, we can't trust you anymore. So. <laughs> You know, right. when we start play, we start playing Root, and I am the first person to be thrown under the bus every single time. It's great. If I, only I the shopkeep had told you that the monkey's paw would do this when you wished for fame, right? 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 <laughs> I know. I should have never wished. Kyle, you experience this too, don't you? I do. I do. I My kind of online presence is, is not as um, ubiquitous as Lord of the Board, so I feel a little lucky sometimes that I, I kind of slip under the radar. But I've been recognized here and there. 
Sam, I think you should just create like a Smurf account. I that's what my wife keeps telling me. She's like, okay, look, you you run into this problem, you get out of a game of root, you know, you look irritated because everybody just dogpiles you, <laughs> beat the crap out of you, and threw you in the clearing. <laughs> I mean, I literally get like beaten the crap out of me every single game. Um, it's great. And so then I yeah, you could you yeah. could be like. Schmord of the schmord. I love that. Schmord of the <laughs> no smorgasbord or something. That's great. I love that. Yeah. I, so I probably will. I maybe already I do. Maybe Are I you do. the folk musician, Schmord of the oh. schmord? Oh, no. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Sam, I got a personal question real quick before we really get into the meat of this. And that's um, your name is Sam. My name is Sam. Yeah, it's getting weird. Okay. Uh, our, both of our favorite board game is Root, yep. correct? This is correct. All right. Uh, I live in Portland. You live in Seattle. This is true. Okay. So I got one quick question that will make or break this relationship. All right. Oh, no. Are you a soccer fan? I am not. This is good, actually. <laughs> we can be best friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I really thought that like that was such a specific question. Yeah. that I was thinking, like, I have to be a soccer fan right now. But I'm not going to lie about this. I don't even know what soccer is. No, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, Portland and Seattle have a big soccer rivalry. It's, so it's... I thought I was like, oh, no, is Sam just the mirror version of me on the other team? You know, but no, we're, we're all good. Yeah, we can we're, live we're happily. We're, we're yeah. bros. Go soccer, down. it's just like it's a very symmetrical game. That's why I feel like it's <laughs> yeah. it doesn't hold a candle up to root. The, the, right. the, the, teams, the teams are the same on both sides. You know, all they right. score the same. Oh, wait. Could you imagine if soccer was asymmetric? Like, how crazy would that be? That would be crazy. Yeah, four it would goalies? be more like. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter. Oh, that one. We're playing with Harry two Potter. balls this time. Oh, Once they reach nuts. ten goalies, they win. What do you mean? Oh man, these guys have lasers. Like, <laughs> one of them becomes the ref at halftime. That's not right. <laughs> these guys don't even start on the field, but then, like, slowly over the course of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome well uh lord of the board i wanted to give you a big shout out for the root content you make because i think early on when kyle and i were getting really obsessed with root we were always looking for that higher level root content because it felt like every video we could find on the internet was so this is root and this is my first time <laughs> playing root and it is just littered with rules mistakes and stuff like mm. that so I really appreciate you bring like breaking down a strategy guide, which we couldn't find any before, and then also how you tied in the themes of like the cards or whatever to the strategy guide. I just I just want to give you a big shout out for making that root content that we wanted to see back in the day. Thank so. you so much. I appreciate that. I really do. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Sorry, my dog is uh, being loud with her collar. Your your dog is like, dude. I want to also say hello to Lord of the Board. <laughs> is that the guy whose face is on our wall? <laughs> I look into his eyes every day, and I think, what would it be like to meet him? <laughs> so creepy. I love that. All right. So let's get into this, guys. Let's get into the convo. All right. Enough pillow footing around. All right. Um, now, Lord of the Board. Uh, how do you decide? Because you don't just do root content, no, right? I don't. How? how? I'm sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> That's not a phrase, right? Pillow foot. Okay, yeah. So, from the verb to pillow foot. <laughs> what is pillow foot? It's when the subject is too sensitive. You need to 
tread okay. lightly as though I'm back now. pillows were strapped we to your feet. We back. We back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Lord of the Board. Enough pillow footing around. You make content for lots of different games, not just Root. And I wanted to know what, what, how do you decide on which game you're going to make content for? Is it, is it just like a gut feeling thing, or are you looking at a game deciding if it has enough strategy to warrant a Lord of the Board video? What's your process there? So, actually, great question because it is a part of like the reason why I started making content. Anyways, I am very, very passionate about like. I guess games that will last instead of um, just going for like the the brand new thing. This channel has been around for you know two years, just hit two years like not long ago on April first, uh, really. So um, two years, and I've covered maybe maybe eight games. I think it's only seven. And the reason why I think that's so cool is because it's it's showing the value in the games that you already own as opposed to making videos on every single brand new Kickstarter like everybody's doing to gain the hype, to, to get the views, to show off the brand new thing that people are going to play once and then it gets shelved. And then they're bringing out the new game and then they're already ordering the next game. You know, you're, yeah. you're receiving like three $100 games in a month and you're only going to play them one time. Tainted Grail is huge. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge game. I mean, I set it up and it's like, yeah. am I going to really play this? No, I'm not really going to play this. You only have time for a certain amount of games. So the way that I decide what games are going to actually make it onto the channel is if they are going to be something that I personally believe is a game that's going to like stand the test of time. And a lot of them are not Kickstarters. Root is a very special uh, title. It's it's one of my very few Kickstarters that uh, I actually just am completely obsessed with. It was like the first game that really made me start this whole thing. So Yeah, that's what we want to talk to you about today, too, is that it's a game that's going to build a community around itself as the community creates content for it, right? Okay. So as people in the community uh, not only like create content, there's also tons of people in the community who want to ingest that content and will be inspired to interact more. So like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. With the spirit of a rising tide lifts all boats, it's important that we all interact with each other and make sure that we're supporting each other. So I'm like so happy to have you on the show. And so happy to like explore other things today because i want to talk about the future as well and what like ambitions we have whoa okay yeah let's get into it i love that let's do this let's do this well so like what are you what are you making right now that you like love and what do you want to do lately what are you into sure so um i'm actually exploring a couple different titles right now because i am trying to get a couple new strategy guides going um there is a definite new strategy series coming up soon um, on Merchant's Cove, that Ooh. game, um, it rules. Um, yeah, I think this okay. one's going to stand the test of time here. I'm, I'm feeling very hyped about it. That is another Kickstarter game. Um, so that's it's going to be nice to have an actual another Kickstarter you know game that's actually going to be making it on there that I love. Um, and so, yeah, I've played a couple of different... It's very highly asymmetric, um, but it's a little bit simpler to teach than Root. Uh, and I think that it does have a lot more depth than face value. Very similar to that of like when Root and we were all like pulling it out, you know, it was just like, oh, dude, this is a little woodland game, you yeah. know, but it's like super, super deep. This game, it like the rules do not seem deep, but the game is like super, super crunchy and I love it. So, yeah, Merchant's Cove. I'm really stoked about that. Um, another one is uh, that I'm kind of doing. I'm actually currently in mm -hmm. an Unmatched uh, series. So working on Unmatched. That's just like a 1v1 I, I play it 1v1, so I do the videos, the strategy guides for 1v1 exclusively. I don't do teams. Come on. 
<laughs> teams are for losers co-op wow. games Got suck uh but yeah <laughs> two bold statements i'm sorry uh horrified actually is you know it's so funny game. horrified is the one that i always recommend to people when they want to play a co-op game I'm like that one somehow i really I love it yeah i just enjoy it i don't know why yeah. I, like most i just don't but yeah horrified unmatched but, uh yeah, so. i think beck and i made a video yeah. for one of those is that the uh restoration games Yep, it is. It is the restoration game. Yeah, yeah, we did the Jurassic Park one. Yes, I, I think you did. I believe it. That was, I've seen those it. Those are fun because you can like take all different IPs and like mash them together, right? Totally. Each other. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of games that do that. This one I specifically was drawn to, one, because it is a reskin of uh, Star Wars Epic Duels, which was a game ah. that I was super into as well. And so being able to see like that game coming back is so freaking cool um yeah, yeah. now all i need is darth vader to make it into this version <laughs> and i will literally be the happiest person but the game itself still stands the test of time i think it's a great game it's super replayable there's a dozen characters now i mean it's very strategic so let's actually get root centric though what was it about root that made you fall in love with root um okay so everything but we'll start somewhere i think that the original draw for me was having the background of playing Vast, um, literally, which is completely different games. Like, you have a different rule set for these characters. I think seeing the fact that it was like a condensed version of Vast, um, which I played Vast like, you know, a couple times with the same people, I didn't want to bring it to anybody else because teaching those core group of four people took a while i had to learn every faction they weren't doing it themselves so uh (laughs) seeing that root had the potential to semi the faction semi operated the same yet still asymmetric was like okay i gotta gotta get in on that but i think really what made me fall in love with the game was the combination of that and also the artwork Mm -hmm. and also the team behind it I mean, there's so many things like Root is so much more than just the box that you receive. It is the people behind it at the end of the day. And so far, they have been some of the kindest in the industry, like just on the publisher level, just as people, they are so cool. So really, I just find myself falling in love with like more things of Root all the time. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, that's great. Uh, Another thing is the community too. Um, Board game communities can go really wrong. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to call out like some of the ones that I've tried to join or be a part of, especially after making guides for them. Um, But there are a couple of communities that I have joined of videos that I've done and they ended up being very toxic and just completely uninviting and, Mm -hmm. oh, the Lord of the Boards here, let's tell him everything that he's doing wrong in his videos (laughs) and why his videos actually suck. And so it's like, okay, that's not like why I'm here. (laughs) I just want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. When I joined the Root Discord, it was like, I was like coming to this like random family that I never knew. You know, I was like, who are all these, all you people that are just awesome and rad and you're, you're so nice and they're not judgmental and they discuss things that they disagree with instead of just, you know, accuse. Mm-hmm. I, I love mm-hmm. that. So great community, great game. Yeah. I could talk Absolutely. forever about it. I, I love that you pointed out uh, the team behind Root being a, a, a major reason why you love it because it's so true. Leader games just like, the, the TTS mod is official and totally backed up by them. They yep. always send out print and play of factions in progress. 
Yeah, what like, the heck? We're, we're, they, uh, forget looking behind the curtain. There is no curtain. They're just like, oh, yeah, here's us at work. Uh, you guys want to watch? Yep. It's so inviting. Yeah, you, you, a great shout out to to Leader Games. And the, and the way they handle their audience of people makes it worth investing in their games. 100%. Yeah, they're real leaders of their community. I bought everything that they have out. Yeah. <laughs> real leaders? Nice. Well, it is important I to have that. leaders, right? And I, I, the pun was unintended, but, like, you kind of – if the, someone needs to take the lead in a lot of ways. And so they've – like, Woodland Warriors Discord, I think, kind of did their own thing at first, and then leaders sponsored them or took over. Is that right? Yeah, they took over. Yeah. yeah. So, like, way to, way to do that. Like, that's a great choice is to, like – officially sponsor those things and then when scpt started doing regular episodes leader games is like we're going to sponsor you and that's a great idea support the community because that's supporting the game and it's only going to grow from there did you guys find the route the same way kyle and sam was what was it that hooked you two to it yeah i think i think i was drawn in in a similar kind of way i don't think i'd actually played like an asymmetric game before root um my my background in board games is rather limited compared to really everyone else here right now i'm I'm just kind of like hanging back and like <laughs> trying to absorb as much info as i can because like you guys bring so much like wisdom about like the catalog of board games in the world and i feel like i know like seven <laughs> <laughs> let's talk um, let's talk kyle but for real though i i for me definitely the theming of root was something that drew me in like i love redwall so yeah as a kid i loved redwall so like root is basically just that the board game (laughs) but mixed with like sick war game mechanics and like a bird's eye view of a map which i just kind of love anyway like Mm -hmm. big maps person love fantasy books with like the maps in the beginning and all that so yeah they're like fantasy Animal theming was was something that was very appealing right off the bat. But I think really the thing that I like about Root is that it's a social game and that it's a game that has mechanical depth. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sit and crunch the numbers if you want to, and that can sometimes give you an edge. But it's kind of also possible to, to if you're winning the social game or like competing really well in the, in the social sphere to also have an insanely good game of root and that on top of the asymmetry, I don't know. There's just, it's, it's a lot of elements that are all working really well at the same time. And that like harmony of gameplay is just, your perspective on root is so interesting to me, Kyle, because you play so few other board games for that precise reason. But you're also like a chess head. So you really come at it from like the chess perspective of like tearing the game open and looking at all the permutations, which is why you, of course, created these puzzle um, videos on your YouTube channel, which are amazing, which is rooted in chess puzzle videos, I assume. Right. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. I'm And like, Sam DeRosta had mentioned earlier in the show, like we were scouring the internet for (laughs) root content, visiting random forums, watching all these like weird YouTube videos, like desperate to absorb root content. And, uh, I, I've been, you know, following all these like chess channels and, you know, like I read a lot about, um, like chess strategy and, and all this stuff. And one thing that I, I thought could kind of port well over to root was like puzzles essentially like you take a look at a static position on a root board and then just kind of try and figure out what to do mm. and it turned out that that is sort of possible oh very um, not only do you have to figure out what to do it's like you figure out 
how to do it because there's so many options on your own personal board on top of what's on the map, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's super satisfying that like click when you sort of figure out the the through line and, and how to like get to the end and win the game or how to get into a good position. Um, that it's such a satisfying moment that I really wanted to like try and give that to other people as much as possible. Yeah, I remember you talking about like making root puzzles on the Discord and people were kind of like, I guess you could do that, but there's so many factors that you'd have to do. You'd have to show all these game states, and Kyle's like, oh, okay, I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, because it's just like a ton of work. You had to make your own interface to have the puzzles on with through Photoshop or something. Tell us how you did that. I created hundreds of like assets i've obviously like all based on <laughs> kyle farron's art but i like pulled everything apart like basically i've got this like insane file st- storage thing going on in my computer that's all like <laughs> hyper organized and like wow yeah it's so there's literally like hundreds of custom assets and like layers and weird things that i've like built myself to make this process easier because it's horrible. Well, <laughs> listeners, 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 if you are not already convinced, I mean, I'm just going to say I am a subscriber of his YouTube channel. So why are you not? You hear the passion <laughs> and the work that he's putting into it? I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. All, all worth it, though. All worth it. Definitely. Just because the more content that's out there, the more people will be like drawn to the game, I think. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. That's actually one of the things I, I really love and respect about the Lord of the Board channel is is the way that you were able to kind of like draw people in with the like quality of your videos and like the editing and all that. Thank you. It's very approachable. I tried to do like some relatable stuff too. I think one of my favorite videos though is is one that I think is like the least popular on the channel, but I just did it for myself at the end of the day. And that's the one about the the two different decks in the game. Because it's like this whole little uh it's like my idea of the lore of the game. And so I wanted to also teach like what I thought about the lore while simultaneously crunching the numbers of these two different decks. And at the time when I was going to make that video, there was no video on comparing the two decks. And I was like, how hard can it be? And I was like, I'm freaking going to make this. <laughs> and so that's how that video happened. And I also really like the lore of Root. So I just kind of make my own lore because, you know, it's not all the way there. I love that. It's a little mysterious. And so I kind of fill in the gaps a little bit. So that's kind of my perspective of it. I'm glad you shouted out that video. That's one of my favorites, too, because of the way you you kind of tie in the mechanics of how the you know how the rabbits are helping you do this when we did our components episode i had i I watched that and i was like oh yeah how do we apply the theme to all these components and i loved it so much uh apart from them being edited well i just thought it was so nice that you touched on the theme of root and what you said about the lore is 100 percent right i love that root doesn't spell out everything it's not like the marquis was made in (laughs) aught five and and they are this way it's like you get to kind of embody them a little bit and you get to kind of make up your own story and the way you play the birds is kind of like personal to you. And um, so I, I just love that, that the roots not too heavy handed with the lore either. Yeah. And it helps with the teaching as well. Like now when I teach the game, I teach it in a way that is very lore centric where I'll be like, yeah, so the foxes are all about weapon crafting. You know, if you ever wanted to make weapons, they're going to have the crossbows and the swords. You've got the mice. They're all about all these yummy little goods. They've got, you know, bags, you know, for travel, the root tea. It's just, it's so much more like, um, 
you can really dive into the world and you'll start remembering these little things that matter for if you want to start taking the game seriously. Like how many of these are in the deck? Oh, okay. Now I know because I watched this video and now I know the thematic reasons as well. Yeah. You build like yeah. the fictional architecture and then the rules kind of come into place around that a little bit. I like that approach a lot. Completely. The design of Root was made for it too, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I very much perfect. agree. I also really appreciate that y you remarked on your favorite video, despite you not sh being sure if it was like the most popular. Like, I really think your instinct <laughs> for it being your favorite means it's really good. Like, and then, then I saw Sam visually get really excited when you mentioned the video. So like, I, I did too. And I was, it made my day because I was right. like, that one got like no views, but I didn't do it for the views. I did it for myself, but I just really think it's such a cool video. But that honestly is like one of the best barometers for success in content creation is do what excites you. Because that'll mm -hmm. excite someone else. Maybe not as many people as you would want, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's the passion behind it, right? So go for those things. I, I love that choice. 100%. And I feel like the world of Root is not fully explored either in that sense. Like, I know it seems a little bit for both of us that, uh, you know, like, you look out there and see that there's some content that you wish existed, but that no one has made yet. And then you just kind of, like, tap yourself on the head with the magic wand and say, like, I... <laughs> I dub the <laughs> root content the creator. And then, yeah. <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. So it, listeners right now, if there is a concept that you wish existed in the world, uh, especially if it has to do with root, mm -hmm. A, go make that mm -hmm. immediately. Like pause the podcast, go put those pieces together and figure it out. But also like tell other people, like talk about the ideas too. Cause I, I think I mean, this is a question that I have, but how much of your content gets influenced by the kind of community that you've created? Like, is there a feedback loop that's developed around that? Yeah. Um, so I am like, I think in the minority when it comes to the way that I run the community, because since I started on YouTube, I do run the community by the YouTube channel. Elijah, I, I man, I talk to a lot of like other YouTube content creators and they just say, oh, no, the comment system is the worst system out there. It's so bad for community building. It's garbage. Just ignore the comments, you know. And I literally cannot ignore the comments. With with my, like, personality, when I see a comment on my video, I'm like, wow, so, some random person watched this video and actually made the point to comment on that video. I mean, I don't even care if it's trash talking. At that point, I'm like, wow, you gave me attention? Holy crap, <laughs> you know? And so... When I am like trying to get feedback from the community, I, I do read every single one of the comments because I still can. I'm not super huge. Like mm -hmm. I can still do this. So I will try and react to every single comment I get on my video. And it's just another opportunity to one, make their day because a lot of people do not get responses from their favorite YouTubers or from people that they're watching. They'll make a comment. They'll never get any response. Um, but I will try and respond to every single one of them. And by doing that from the very beginning, I get a lot of feedback from the comments and they know it will be heard. So some videos have come out of the fact that I've, I've seen so many comments about said video. Um, originally, the Unmatched series was never in my plans, but I kept seeing people being like, hey, have you ever heard of Unmatched? It would really match your channel a lot. And so that's actually how it started was through wow. comments. So a lot of people that were playing Disney Villainous were also playing Unmatched, which were also playing Root, and it just kind of funneled. So, yeah. 
mostly yeah. mostly youtube I'll, I'll start a discord channel maybe at some point but i really like hanging out in the woodland warriors yeah. <laughs> discord's a lot of work i have my own but i don't really like i haven't like opened it up to the community just yeah yet, it takes a lot so. of work to foster a community a lot of work and the comment system works for me i mean i'm i'm fine with it right now and i do polls too right. on like twitter and stuff and uh instagram i guess i do have like I have some avenues. You know, any so. network, any social network or any space on the internet is still really kind of dictated by the sub community with which it's in, right? Like Twitter could be a dumpster fire, but it depends who you follow. So like mm. <laughs> you kind of have to, yeah, yeah. Like I, I understand 100%. the YouTube comment because I've worked for channels that had really uh, trash fire like type comment fields, but I also have been on the opposite side of that where everybody was really lovely and it was curated in a nice way. So it, it depends on the community you build around you, right? 100%. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a, a member of the Root content creating community that I want to give a shout out to. Um, Sam, you were recently on uh, the channel of Give Pause Hobby. Uh, this guy, Kyle, I, I just came across his videos. We got two Sams and two Kyles we're talking about on this video. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> It's our parents. Is fault. your name Sam? Is your name Kyle? <laughs> You're going to love Root. <laughs> So, um, but his name's Kyle. I think he's a middle school band teacher. He's obsessed with Root. I see him do a lot of stuff with the Root bots. And I've seen him make a bunch of videos where he makes trumpet exercises <laughs> inspired by the asymmetric Root factions. And this is exactly what I'm talking about in terms of like content creation with your whole heart first. Like he is just making things he wants to see or wants to hear. Um, maybe from a middle school band. I don't know. Um, and I just think that that's so awesome. I just wanted to give a shout out to Give Pause Hobby because I think what they're doing is perfectly in line with what we're talking about today. Plus one for that channel. I've been, you know, in communication with Kyle for a long time. And so it, he's so passionate about Root, just, just like we all are, you know. And so any way that I could, like, support him, I have tried to because i just see it in his content it is so cool it's so niche and like, <laughs> yeah. i am obsessed with it it's awesome he makes like the random snippets of music i really want him to do like a root story with just the music kind of like uh, peter and the wolf where they play the different instruments for Ooh. each character try that with his little trumpet things dude that would be freaking cool and so yeah, yeah i mean he's a great great creator uh, very cool stuff and uh kyle if you're listening uh other Kyle and I have a musical theater company. Um, and so if there's a root musical that's going to happen, I feel like let's all call dibs on it. Hey, I've talked about that too. Include me. Okay. All right, I, I can, I can you play an instrument. I can sing and I play piano. Oh, okay. All right. All right. For real. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. That's the third arc of our podcast is writing the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I already started, dude. Have you even watched my random Things. Oh, I did see your one-minute root <laughs> submission video. Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> I cried a little. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was intense. It was, a it was emotionally one. intense. Yeah, it was a little bit intense. Yeah. All right, a couple root questions for you, Sam. Cool. Lord of the board. What is your favorite root faction? Woodland Alliance. Yeah. What? Defend yourself. <laughs> Uh, it does not need defending, but uh, no, was, um, so Woodland Alliance, uh, when I first got the original box, that was the first faction that I was obsessed with. 
Um, and I think it was really fun to watch the curve of the character because a lot of people were like, with an alliance, it's OP. They never lose. And then there was like that moment that everybody figured them out kind of. And then there was just like, Woodland Alliance is getting stomped every single time. They're impossible. I can't keep my sympathy on the board. And then you get the other people now that had to rise out of that period. And those are like the wa mains, you know? I was one of those people that had to live through the crushing experience where players were just mm -hmm. smashing the Woodland Alliance because they had to. Yeah. It would be like every single turn, sympathy clear, you know? And um, once you like had to, you know, make it through that, you know, you really start falling in love with the faction right at that point when you're in the lowest with them. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Like being through the trenches with with them in their worst times. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I chose it too. I chose it because that was the original faction that I that I literally loved. I was like, okay, they don't start on the board. Okay, okay. <laughs> the underdogs. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They're not one type of animal. They're the entire They're everybody else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> population of the forest. Come on, it's a rebellion. Oh my gosh. I mean, like literally everything about the theme. Uh, green. I like the green color. Um, I just it's perfect. It was made for me. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for making the women. I love them. They're great. <laughs> That's good. I guess we should go around. Jake, favorite root faction. Mm. I mean, right now it's the moles just because I'm so intrigued because I won a game, a game as the moles. moles. So if you ask me after my next game, <laughs> the answer will change. Uh, I'm just so fascinated by uh, promoting what is swaying. I'm so, so fascinated by swaying. And there's like you have a menu of options and you get to choose from them. And I really like how that opens things up. Very cool. Kyle. Um, I've been like honestly pretty reluctant to claim a favorite root faction. Um, because I feel like I'm like you know, in, in D and D when you are like two classes and you kind of mm -hmm. develop both extremely slowly. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm a dual cats with an alliance mm -hmm. player. I, I think I lean cats, honestly, just because I, I feel emotionally invested in the cats in a way that I don't really feel for most other factions. Emotionally <laughs> invested? That's not something I expected out of this conversation. I know, right? But no, I, I, I definitely, like, I feel like the the cats have a hard time in mm -hmm. almost yeah. every root game. And so I go in yeah. with a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, and I feel like it's really fun to play as the cats because I, I feel very, like, animated by the, like... <laughs> You know, very intense history that I've had playing this faction in the past. So I'm bringing all that baggage with me into a game of Root. Just, it's just so because they're fun. guaranteed to have some pain in the early game, right? Because they're everywhere and everybody will hit them. And so you're like, fine, oh. I'll take the pain and then I'll win. Oh, man. Cats can have pain in any stage. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. It's, true. it's just it's a painful game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love it for that. I think that the cats are the most tragic faction because they score so well early in the game. And so you gotta constantly. You're just like, look, guys. I know what the numbers say, but it's not about the numbers. <laughs> it's about the it's about mission. what's inside you, and you should leave me alone. Except when you win, and then it was about the numbers the whole time, and you're like, yeah, I'm sorry, it was. You fool! It was always about the numbers. <laughs> but the reason, but the reason why winning with the with the marquees is so great is that people are just like clapping. You know, it's like it's it's an award. You know, you did well. 
You know, you've yeah. made it. You, you, you crossed it. the finish line. Mm-hmm. When you win as the Woodland Alliance, people are just like, ah, given. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, no skill. You're, you were given that victory. With the cats, it's impossible to be given. The, I mean, it is. It's possible with any faction, but it's it's very tough to be given right. a victory with cats. I love winning. And even if you're that. given the victory, you deserve it. You, you had totally to play cats. Do. It yeah. was hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah hard you got to earn it for sure. 100%. I think the other thing that I like about the cats is that they have a lot of meeples on the board. Mm. And so there's a lot of kind of like map control mm-hmm. that's kind of built into that faction. And he's, so like coming from the chess world, I feel like imagining the way that the march action could play out and sort of the kind of territorial aspect on the map that feels very intuitive to me so i think playing as the cats kind of scratches that itch sam yeah yeah well i'm obviously a cultist everybody knows that love the cult (laughs) and more on that next week all right (laughs) sam uh, a couple more questions here favorite root map uh, the Gorge Map. No, skinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, Lord of the Board created slug. a great no. <laughs> Lord, uh, Gorge Map. It's uh, fantastic. We played on it. Like I remember you finished it, and we're like, we'll play on it tonight. <laughs> we were like really excited. Yeah, you guys to get jumped on that super quick. I was like, wait, people are already playing it. And then now people are sending me pictures when they're playing it. It makes me so happy. Oh, that's I, awesome. I really appreciate that's, it. It's really, really cool. That is cool. Yeah. It's uh, a great map, and like the art you're – your Kyle Farron, your faux Kyle Farron art is amazing. It's shockingly good. Like, Kyle <laughs> should be concerned. That's yeah. how good it is. <laughs> Again, another Kyle that loves Root. Man, what is yeah. with these names? What is with this? There's only Sam's and Kyle's. I'm so sorry, Jake. Um, but the, there's just not enough room for you. At some no, point. I'm, I have the burden <laughs> of being unique. <laughs> um, so actually, my favorite map, though, out of the base four. Oh, I, I hate to be... Oh. You only get one answer at this too. Don't get it wrong. It's really hard. It's really hard to choose. Um, I think I'm gonna have to say it's got to be the autumn map. I know that that seems so. Wow. I know that that seems so like typical and lame, but like I don't think I can put a map above it. Like I will choose that map very often. I would say the closest right behind it would be Lake mm-hmm. for me. But yeah, oh my God, we we think exactly the same way because that's that's my ranking as well. Is like autumn is just superior because like so come good. on, <laughs> uh, but lake is definitely a close second. Yeah, I like the lake river. Yeah, I think lake does it for me also because of like the extra card draw, which I feel just gives everybody just a little bit more every turn for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry, everybody. That was incorrect. The correct answer was Winter Map. Oh, winter Map is everyone's favorite. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Dang it. Better luck next round. <laughs> winter Map is the one that everyone is like equally meh about, so it is the most egalitarian <laughs> yeah. map. Yeah, I like Winter Map. I do love Winter Map as well. I love all the maps. Just to, yeah. just to, just to clear the room, you know, I love them all. <laughs> Don't, Clear the room. Don't go try. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, I said everybody what I said. get um, out. The autumn map is the best. <laughs> there we go. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to pick your favorite like child. You know what I mean? That they're all amazing. Kyle, Kyle's my favorite kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this one might be hard. This might take a second. Favorite root card. In either deck, either base deck or Exiles and Partisans, favorite root card. So I have to choose one card? Yeah. One card? Yes. 
Okay. Don't get it wrong. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to be real with you. Um, I'm okay. So I'm just. I'm going. I'm going to where my brain is. Yeah. You know where Good. my brain. Follow that path. That right sounds now. right. Right. I don't. I don't want to choose an item card. Right. Only because that's not like an effect. I think mm. that's like a subsection. I could choose a favorite item card, but we're not going to go there. So I'm just going to choose an it's effect card. It's probably coins, is my guess. Well, well, uh, you'd or be wrong. Root it's root tea, but yeah, it's root tea. Uh, yeah, I, I love sense. me some root tea. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> favorite card is probably false orders. I, I think that's the right Ooh. answer. Yeah, that's a good. That one. is a good choice. I God, love such false orders. Here's the thing about that card. One, the yeah. artwork's awesome. I love at the yeah. edge of the cliff. It's adorable. The little cape. And it's just like, <laughs> what's going on? Um, yeah, just the expression on that little critter. Right? It's just like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, are we really supposed to be walking off this cliff right now? We're leading everybody over here. <laughs> and it's clear that he's like suspicious but like kind of might do it yeah though, yeah still. it's just like i think i'll probably live you know it's like that, you guys seen that episode of the office where uh michael scott follows the gps uh, making the car turn into a lake that makes that's what false orders make for it's my so true though that is like the best comparison um that card is great and it's it's i love it's like niche uses but it's always useful there's always something that you can use it for it's not a useless card if you craft it you will use it and i like yeah. that there's some cards that you'll craft and you'll get like you won't like find a use for it all the time but i feel like false orders it can always be handy even if you're moving two warriors out it can be handy for the woodland alliance so there's there's yeah. just so many mm -hmm. uses for it i, I love that card yeah. it's great it creates such a good like entangled board state mm. just immediately yeah also it's low crafting cost uh and high like level of threat yes means that the game state has to react to somebody crafting it mm -hmm. and that just inherently is so cool yep. oh, it also pick. is like more than just one effect because you move from a place right but like they have to move somewhere so you affect not just one place you technically affect two clearings in that yep if there's a big pile you can literally mm -hmm. do some like rule binds uh, because you can move them into a clearing mm -hmm. that would screw mm -hmm. another faction over and it's Kyle, do you have a favorite root card? Um, I think my favorite root card is Cobbler. Oh. Mm. I do love Cobbler. It's a great card. Yeah. Um, I think, for, for well, specifically for the Within Alliance, I love Cobbler. But I just feel like it's a, a card that gets totally, like, undervalued. And it's actually, like, really great for almost any faction. And it is, it's specifically one of those cards that you craft and everyone's like, what? Okay. <laughs> and then you, it kind of like gathers steam over the course of the game. You're like, I can, I can do all these like very counterintuitive looking moves that are totally unlocked because Cobbler is in the game. I feel like move in general is like a big sigh for a lot of factions to like, oh, I have to use a move to do what I want to do. And it's like Cobbler just like eliminates that step for a lot of people. It's so nice. Plus, thematically, it's just great to think, well, it's good I got a cobbler on my side in this war. <laughs> those rabbits you know? are so helpful. They're just fixing all the shoes. We can get those boots from one clearing to another, and then we're going to have to use them again next time. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> we go through shoes like nobody's business. It's good for lizards, too. Lizards, 
Yeah. Uh, anything that makes them do anything is great, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just freaking move. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I love the lizards too. They're probably my second favorite faction. Just randomly yeah. throwing that in there, Sam. I just want to be on your side. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Sam? Uh, Jake? Oh, yeah. I was going to wonder if you had a favorite card, but it sounds like you're cueing me to talk first while you look at all the cards. I <laughs> no, I got mine. I know mine. <laughs> Mine's easy. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll go ahead, Jake, just in case. Um, I think my favorite is uh, probably brutal tactics. Oh, I love yeah. brutal tactics. I just, I personally, I really despise when we really need to check a player and they've got just a bunch of warriors on a clearing, and it just feels like, oh, we're never gonna chew through all of the warriors. A card like. Uh, brutal Tactics allows you to get that extra hit. You do give that person a point, but I kind of like that um, trade-off, too, of, like, you can't spam it because then you're going to give that player too many points. So. Brutal brutal Tactics. Brutal Tactics is great, okay? I actually, I'm gonna just, just gonna step up here. I like that it's a wild uh, card. Yeah. The two Foxcraft. I like that um, the Dominance, it is the Dominance, the Bane of Dominance players because you don't give them a point and you can still screw them over. Yeah. So it has its it has its like niche parts, but it's also super useful at any point in the game too. I mean, I agree with you. And it, yeah. it fixes the heartbreak uh, that is a zero, zero roll. Oh. Right. You know, it's it's like the one, one of the only cards that can take a zero, zero roll and make it kind of okay. So true. So true. And it's a May. You don't have to use it, which mm -hmm. is nice. I love any of I was going to mention that. Yeah, those Mays yeah. are good. All right, Jake. Uh, right off the top of your dome. Yeah, oh, this one's know, easy. Come I talk about this one a lot. It's Rabbit Dominance, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> at the start of Birdsong, you will win the game if you rule three Rabbit Cranks, which is like, that's amazing. You can win the game with that card. <laughs> like why don't people talk about this more that's amazing and so rabbit in particular just because it's like a lighter color and is like easier to pass over and i think really people focus on fox and mouse a lot so unquestionably you're right Definitely. rabbit does seem like a less threatening dominance card yeah no one mouse no one seeks out rabbit clearing right. yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway i win wow. most games choice, Jake. so yeah yeah. <laughs> Hopefully by rabbit dominance. Oh, I've never Otherwise. won by rabbit dominance now that I think about it. But I do love oh, the card. A... All right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Great great choice, Jake. I, we kind of touched on this earlier, but Sam, I wanted to talk about the root fan base a little bit. I, my question is, nice people or the nicest people? <laughs> You've kind of interacted with more fan bases uh, than we have. We've only interacted with this one. Um, so I, I guess I want to get your opinion on like how, how nice is the root fan base. It just seems like they're so welcoming. No one ever yells at us. We're, we're, everyone's so helpful and stuff. So I, I, I guess talk about that yeah um i would say that the root fan base there is a reason why i'm still a part of the discord community um they are great people they are very passionate about this game in the same way that you are passionate about this game mm -hmm. join the discord these people just want to talk about root honestly they just want to talk about root i think that's <laughs> hilarious like they'll talk about anything related to root um and the fan the fan base like making your own fan faction um or fan content no matter what it is they just want to support it. Um, and I like that because they're not trying to control it. From what I've experienced, they're not trying to control the direction of what you're doing. They're trying to just give you support. And they don't usually overstep you know, their boundaries or anything. I mean, if you ask for help, 
they'll give you the help, but they're not going to tell you how to do it. You know, they're not going to tell right. you do this, do that. Um, I received a couple of suggestions within my gorge map um, that I said oh, I probably would want to play test it first um, before I would make those changes. It was play tested, and everybody was like, we should just leave it the way it is. I was like, yeah, I agree with that. But like, there was never any, like, you have to change this. It's imbalanced, you know, like, ah, uh, there's so many communities that are like that. You know, yeah. you can be in those where you're like, you make something you're really passionate about it. And they're like, it just won't work. Yeah. I feel like there's a real tendency <sighs> with gamers, especially who are always trying to strategic gamers specifically, or is trying to like find mm. the thing, right. They're always ready to highlight what they know to be a correction. Right. And they don't right. they don't realize that from our perspective, all we hear is that this is a negative feedback, not a, in addition to the fact that, oh, you liked what we did. You're just trying to offer help. And I think I think with yes. a good attitude, we know what that means. But it takes a lot of deciphering from our end and like putting aside the feelings a little bit of like, oh, OK, this is meant to be constructive. Despite 100%. How it might sound. If it's anything to say for the root community. Um, this is the first game that I've like truly built public fan uh, stuff for. Like I made the Gorge map. I don't usually do this. I'm not usually for making fan anything for something that when it's like gameplay oriented. Like there's a reason why my map has no special rules, why it's pretty simple, because I want it to feel as much like the game as humanly possible. I don't like when fan things don't feel like root things, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And so this was the very first time that I made a fan piece and it was a really great experience. I've made like fan things of like other things, but I've never shared it just because of how the community uh, takes that. Um, right. But I saw it when I was joining the discord and I was like, man, these people are awesome. And so I just decided to share my, my map and it, it was a good experience. I'm working on a faction now. So um, oh. it, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. We'll see. That's awesome. I don't have a lot of time, but I'm doing it for fun. So yeah, cool. And yeah. you're also on the uh, judging panel of this year's Root Jam, which is like a fan faction uh, <laughs> contest thing. Um, Kyle and I did enter, so um, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you expect your bribe in the mail, Sam. <laughs> yes, um, I'm waiting for those for those treats. <laughs> you know, I like fizzy beverages. Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, so I guess, like, have uh, with the, all that fan content you've seen, are there any ones that, like, kind of stick out to you when you were first, like, kind of, like, looking at these fan creations or maybe one that came up in Root Jam or something? Uh, any fan faction creation things you want to shout out? Yeah, um, there was one that was very creative that I've actually played against that I really, really enjoyed. Um, I'm sure you guys know know the, the character. He's a character. We, uh, we love to love him. Um, SP Shaman <laughs> on the Discord. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> we all know him, you know. Um, so he made, uh, I think it was called the Ion Battery Fan Faction. I think that's what it was called, something like that. It's essentially skunks that found this uh, broken, and he has this whole story, and that's why I love it so much, is that before the game, he's like, wait, but, but guys, let me tell you the story of this faction here. <laughs> he talks about the story of these skunks that found this broken down cannon, and they like, freaking built it they they got inside of the cannonballs and they're shooting off from this cannon to essentially spread their stink <laughs> everywhere around the woodland and it's so fun to play with i just played a game with it last night and you can like end your turn in one of their little stink clearings and you can use their stink path because it's so smelly that you have to run away um, so you can use a path of their stink tokens to essentially uh use it as like a tunnel or a path to like escape 
So you can kind of use this mechanic that he designed to your advantage, even though they just naturally lay them down. And you can get them for points, but if you end your turn on them, you can also use it to your advantage for movement, because it's regardless of rule, you can travel <laughs> by their stink. So, I mean, like, man, I was like, I was like, dude, this is like the craziest concept, but I'm really vibing it with it right now. Can I do the art for this faction? And he was like, sure, man. I was like, sweet. So I'm going to be doing a, I'm going to be trying to do some art for it because I got really inspired by it. So um, shout out to That's that. Fun. That's a great faction. I really loved it. It was very fun. That's great. Yeah. yeah. SP Shaman, also another one of the uh, Root Jam uh, judges, yes, uh, uh, really big into the root variants channel. Uh, so that that's that's a great shout out. Yeah, definitely. I guess I have uh, one last uh, question about root before we get into some of our uh, fan questions. Um, the best part of root, Sam, is it the art, the asymmetry, or the mechanics? What's the best part of root? You did this to me on purpose. There is a correct answer. Uh, you're going to need this for the win. Okay, so I'm going to have to say, <laughs> gosh, I love you, Kyle Farron. I love you so much. Please, please forgive me. I'm going to have to say the asymmetry. I think that's the correct answer. Yeah, that is the correct answer. Yes. Root is, <laughs> I mean, you've played vast. It's so funny when you were talking earlier, Sam, you're like, I got into Root because I was like, oh, this is more approachable than vast. And I'm like, to me, I'm like, Root is not approachable. You have to teach four different people different games. But I guess that's more true in vast. I personally haven't played vast, but I know that it's even more asymmetric root has some more common mechanics I <laughs> yeah vast is like here's your rule book and here's your rule book and here's your rule book and you all win in completely different ways now remember the knight has to kill the dragon and the dragon has to escape the cave the goblins have to kill the knight and at the very same time the thief has to collect all the treasure and while all that's going on the cave is trying to implode itself before the game ends and if one of you does that <laughs> good job it's crazy <laughs> it's like it's like whoa okay all right um but yeah so uh root was like a little bit of a condensed version for me and i love asymmetry in all games i mean i am a hardcore rts player i come from a background of like starcraft oh um, yeah you know, i am a zerg main so like you can feel oh, no wonder you love the with an alliance oh yeah sympathy is just like creep you're right? just spreading your creep totally totally yeah. get it um and so like when anything asymmetric comes about, I am on top of it just to kind of experience that. I like feeling ownership, and that's what asymmetric games give. It gives ownership to the player. You can get an idea of that person, that faction. You can put yourself in their shoes, and you can play that character. You're not just playing the same game that everybody else is. You have your own story, your own uh, actions and compelling factors. It's, it's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. Agreed. Well um, said. That's a great great reason. culmination of questions, Sam. Well done. Very passionate. Now, Jake, you gotta kind of have like a forward-looking question. I just want to talk about one? the future, right? So we're all content creators, and there's other content creators out there, and I feel like, you know, Roots not gonna exist forever, but for as long as it does, I think we should grow it as much as we can. So, like, I want to talk about like what some of our aspirations are, without necessarily revealing, you know any of our hands or what exactly we're plotting in the near future. But like, I know for me personally that I want to do more actual play coverage on good time society. And I'm not sure exactly what that means yet, whether we're hosting our own tournament and covering it or what, but I definitely want to just like have more high quality footage of awesome games of root with high quality players. I'm going to just 
siphon off that. I also have wanted that on Lord of the Board, but getting that set up is so hard. So I would love to see you do it. If you don't do it, I will eventually get there. I am working on it. We can we'll both shoot one do in the it. Pacific Northwest, my friend. We'll get you to come down. Sweet. I will be there. Do that. I will be there. Mm -hmm. um, I also am pretty like, uh, I've been planning this for a little bit, but you know, the original videos of my root tips and stuff, they're a little old. They were the very first sure. videos I ever made for the channel. I was using my phone. I edited them with my phone. <laughs> I did everything from wow. an iPhone X. Whoa. The animations. You edited from you your phone? Um, from my phone. It was from, it, I was using LumaFusion. Oh Great app, by the goodness. way. It's a lot easier on the iPad. That's dedication, folks. That takes a lot of diligence. That's crazy, Sam. Dude, nobody had made a strategy guide yet. I was like, we gotta have this out. What's going on? This community needs I will do direction. this in this Denny's right now. <laughs> Dude, seriously, the background of those videos, though, it's so freaking shady. I'm like in my Bus little outpost terminal. of a room. Oh my gosh, that's bad. Um, so I do want to revisit them um, mm -hmm. in a way. I kind of want to reshoot some some different tips, some mm -hmm. different strategies. The meta has mm -hmm. changed since those original mm -hmm. videos. I want to give new videos for all of them, but in the quality that I am now uh, instead of the quality that was then. That's kind of like a, a far-off goal that I have um, just for the channel, for Root in general. Um, and I don't think I'm ever going to stop making Root content because I think that that for me is like my forever game. Uh, games will come, but but Root really is like where I am at, and I think where I always will be. So I think that the channel will always just carry along that that Root drift, you know. I I, I totally agree. Root, I I'll get a tattoo of Root. I don't care. I'll love it forever. <laughs> I already have a tattoo planned for Root. Oh, what are you getting? Um, I've got a couple ideas, but one of them is the silhouettes of all the meeples in a line. That's classy. I have awesome. rabbit dominance, just the word tattooed on my lower back, oh my God. and I get so many questions about it, and it takes so long to explain. Yeah, Jake, why does it say rabbit dom on your lower back? I just, like... Oh. He's like, if, if, I, if I start my turn with three rabbit glands, And I rule them. It is the supreme strategy. Yeah. All right. Fan questions lightning round, Sam. Okay. This is from Crewmeister. Do you work on your hair or is it just like that? <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with root. Um, okay. No, uh, almost none of these are. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I do have a uh, shout out to my uh, hot freaking wife. Um, she does hair for a living. So oh. I luckily have a hairstylist living in the same house as me. So we do, I do have that benefit. Um, but also I do have, um, a little bit of a, you know, kind of goal with my hair right now. I'm trying to get the curly bun going on. Um, just really want to do it. So I'm growing it out right now, but it is all pulled back. This is a very bad example. Sorry, guys. They can't um, see. Don't yeah, worry. So my wife helped. Yeah, it's a great example, know. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's from Prestane. Which villainous character is most like playing Root? Oh, that's a very uh, see. This is what I'm talking about. We got these fans that are, mm -hmm. are that are that I've like. <laughs> they're like meshed into all these things, and we'll have these very interesting conversations that compare games. Okay, um, villainous character that's most like. Root? That's a tough question. Ooh, okay. So yeah. for me, it's probably Ursula and the Woodland Alliance because I love them both for the same reasons of the slow burn. Mm -hmm. Like Ursula is like one of those characters where it's just like, okay, you're doing a lot of things over there, 
but none of it is making any sense and none of it looks like it's working for you <laughs> and she is just one of those characters that like <laughs> she's one of those characters that like she does all this stuff and it just doesn't do anything and then at the end of the game she starts closing it in really quickly and I, I really like Yeah, it's that. a bunch of machinations, then suddenly she has Ariel's voice or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Ariel sucks in that deck. <laughs> oh, she sucks up the items. Yeah. I I love Disney Villainous. It's a great underrated game by gamers. Come on, yeah. people. Great asymmetric try. game. It's greater than you think. I agree. It is. It is. It's one of my favorite to introduce to people. Very good intro. All right. This one, and it answer as many of these as you feel comfortable, Sam. <laughs> Top five-ish Desert Island board games. Desert Island board games? If you could only bring five board games to a desert island, oh, what would they be? Oh, okay. Well, actually, or okay, this is... board games with a desert island theme. Your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, what? I can only think of like maybe one. The island oh, does okay. include three other players. Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, because that would be very lonely. Uh, Root, obviously. Uh, I just made a video of this that's not released. So this is, I just don't know if I want to pick those and just give you like a sneak peek of what my picks are. Just remember, you can never change this ever. <laughs> right. Oh, this is perfect. Okay, well, then I should probably align it with what I've already said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my choices were uh, Root, Gaia Project. Empires of the North, Vast the Crystal Caverns, and Merchant's Cove, which yeah, is a very okay. new one to the list. Wow. I did not expect Empires of the North to be on the list. Where is, where's the strategy guide for each of the clan decks? I'm Sam? working on that. Okay, that's yeah. a side project. You know it. Come on. That game's nice. freaking good. I love that like, game. It's one of the seven games that I know how to Whoa. play. It's so great. I love it. I love it. I got so many plays in of that game. Oh, man, it's wonderful. Me and my wife love it. I just got the uh, uh, Egyptian King's newest pre-order expansion. Wait, so. you got it? You received it? I received it, yeah. What am I doing? I think doing? it's supposed to come out in like six days, but it okay. was already shipped to me. Wow. Okay, good work. I don't have yeah. mine yet, so I'm a little jealous. I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah, well, I guess it's a long ways up to Seattle. Uh, random Portland. little segue. What's uh, your favorite uh, clan or character? <clears throat> Oh, I like the Drunken Vikings. Clan. I love them too. Oh, they're just so, so much fun. fun. Yeah. I love them. Dude, they're they're fun to work around. Okay, good. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. I respect you a little bit. Yeah. I respect yeah. you a little bit. <laughs> That's all I can hope for. He's a lord, Jake. <laughs> this peasant right? has managed class. to intrigue me. <laughs> <laughs> you have my very small attention. <laughs> All right. Well, that's all the fan questions we had. Uh, SCPT Matt says, where do you see your channel in five years? We kind of touched on the future of it, but if you got an answer to that, or you can just tell Matt to shove it. Matt, I love you. I love you, Matt. I love you so much. But also, um, where I want to see it in five years, man, the dream would be, you know how when you buy a box, you buy a board game, and <gasps> you see on there, you see that there's like that little watch it played mm -hmm. link. The QR code sometimes. Um, I really want there to be I really want there to be a QR code for Lord of the Board where they're like, hey, you can learn how to play the game. Hey, you can learn how to win at this game. Yeah. That would be Sam, like the I dream fully believe right that dream can come true. I, I really, very much really believe it could. Uh, my dream is to uh win the root Super Bowl. That's oh, my dream. Oh, 
That sounds great. <laughs> it's an event that has not happened yet, but I plan on being the first ever Root Super Bowl champion. All right. My dream is like, you know, in Harry Potter, how they have like chess, but it's a like, huge oh. and then like pieces move around. I want that, but for Root. Yes. Good choice. Good dream. Woodland Alliance <laughs> declaring A. <laughs> 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 You're right, that'd be so insane for Root. Oh, here's here's actually a small wish. Is I wish the clearings had names. Oh. Mm. I reached out to Leader, I was like, you should just include like a sticker pack. We could name yeah. them ourselves. Yeah. Just but little- like and I love we talked about this, I love how Root's such a blank slate and we can put all those things on us, but I guess just because we're a podcast and we're like um, so you guys know that clearing on the winter map that's like in the north, but it's not to the left. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I just wish we could be like, you know. Totally, totally. I mean, New Texas is un- unofficial now. Like Kyle referenced Texas the other day on his stream. I was like, okay, wait, which one's that again? And then he pointed out, I was like, okay, good. Everybody gets it now yeah. because mm-hmm. of Kyle. They yeah. should have just a token pack because then you don't have to like permanently put it on. You could just put like little um, tokens with names and you can put them you know, just kind of, or it's part of like the, the clearing, whatever symbol that is. Right. Oh, the, the suit, little suit. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Maybe a part of the suit. That would even be easier to just kind of place that and the name. Yeah. That would be really nice. So just write down that idea, Cole. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think that is my, like, you know, if, if I do nothing else in my life, I'm happy that I've at least contributed that to root. Yeah. <laughs> well, my you dream did. is for Name. all four of us to play at the root Super Bowl halftime show. So <laughs> oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. Let's do it. I'm already signed up for that. It's going to be hard because I'm going to compete in the first half, then be the <laughs> halftime show and then win the thing. It's going to be a busy day for me. While commentating. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> It started awesome. when Kyle won the only contest to get a free game, and then Sam won the only Super Bowl that we sponsored. I have to win it! <laughs> it's absurd, I don't own it! Oh no. You know, so Kyle, funny. if you don't win, I'm going to have to help you with every breath of this body. I'm going to have you get a physical copy, man. Thank you. <sighs> I'm passionate about this now. But I think that, like, if we were going to open up the halftime show, we would do it by getting the crowd going. And you know how we get them going, right? As promised, the winners for both the physical and digital copies of Root from last week. For the physical copy, we have at some random games with a Z. So congratulations to you for your physical copy. And for the digital copy, we have at library Kate's Z. Boy, a lot of people with Z's in the end of their name. Good for you guys. Congrats on your winnings, and we'll see you next week for a whole new contest and a whole new episode.